Hey, I'm Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Garbage and Gold. The podcast where we deliberate the worst and the best about all the things. And that deliberation just so happens to be loaded with snark, laughs, and the occasional agreement. We are legit friends who have been sharing our opinions with each other for over 10 years. So things might get a little spicy, but we are still friends at the end, we promise. Totes. And we want to know your opinions, too. You will learn more about that at the end of the show. So you guys... Settle in, get ready, and let's get on to the deliberation. All right, Lindsay, hit us with that recap and poll results of our new jobs, Garbage and Gold. Okay, in the showdown between our garbages, mine of not understanding office, the office politics and, and social structure, and yours, the just whole first day in general. Yeah. I, I did win. Oh, okay. People well, people right. don't like it when they don't know the office politics. Yeah. Yeah. That Which, drama, those clicks, all the things. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, no one else was concerned about whether or not to wear a Star Wars t-shirt to work the first well, day. Well, the first that- day makes my stomach hurt. So, <laughs> it's just a lot of things. <laughs> it is a lot of things. And in the gold showdown between me, like, making new friends. Was that my gold? I don't even remember what my gold is. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty sure it was, like, new friends and new people. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. remember. We went on an like, extrovert ex- yeah. expedition and, and lost yeah. me. Um, and your gold, which is organizing your pens. Okay, well, more specifically, it was setting up a, a new office space. Yes, yes that is okay. true. That is true. <laughs> um, we tied. <gasps> oh, man. We tied, yes. Oh, you introverts, uh, you introverts cannot take me down. People like to make <laughs> new friends. Thanks, people. Oh. <laughs> well, they like to make new friends, but they also need to organize their stuff. Right. I get that. Yes. Okay. Yes, All yes, right. yes. So, Lisa, I think uh, probably you need to give some sort of disclaimer because what was fascinating oh, God, this do. week was to watch people who know you in real life. And I'll love myself in there of having a like, <laughs> oh, no, did I make Lisa go to lunch with me too soon in our friendship? Like, I'm really sure that one of the first things we ever did is go to lunch together. So, uh, again... I will apologize to you for for forcing you to be my friend. So maybe you need to explain to people. <laughs> I do. I but do. she doesn't hate going to lunch all the time. I don't. I don't. So do I have permission to say what you said to me or would you rather I didn't? Um, I do you remember what you said to me? No, but go for it. You said, did I bully you into being my friend? Yeah. I was like, No. <laughs> You didn't. I might have. Let's go to lunch. Come on, let's go to lunch. Let's go to lunch. Let's go to lunch. Hey, we should go to lunch. Until you're like, fine. I do need to clarify that because several people who I sincerely love in my life as my friends were like, I'm so honored you eat lunch with me. And I'm like, okay, you guys, like, I'm not (laughs) the worst. It made it sound like I eat lunch with anyone and you eat lunch with no one. (laughs) a VIP list, like a velvet rope, and to I'm like, sit across from me. Like, no, it's really not. But the just the idea of I will go to lunch with someone to get to know them. It is not something I am particularly excited about because right. I am an anxious, awkward human. Right, but I do it. Right. So, and it's still yes. my choice. Right. I do it willingly. <laughs> if I don't want to have lunch with you, I will not. I just right. will say no straight up. 
Right. <laughs> I'm not being bullied into making friends. I promise. Yes. So. But if you're a new person in Lisa's life, you should still invite her to lunch and Oof. just watch her be awkward. Watch me sweat instantly. You know mm. what? I think the best thing, the best way to handle that, a uh, friend of the show, Colby, had mentioned this idea, is that people like her and I do better when there's like a third wheel with mm. us to help yeah. us with that i'm immediately more comfortable if there's like someone that we mutually know with us right to kind of bridge that gap or even just someone i know so if that other person is unknown to both of us at least there's someone else there with me right. so i don't have to carry it all myself all right so <laughs> now that i've <laughs> clarified <laughs> i do like having friends and i like eating lunch with friends right <laughs> what are your listener comments this week, Lindsay? Um, so I've ha- I've got a couple listener comments. Uh, first of all, on Twitter at Justin Halbersma did out himself as the coworker who played "What Does the Fox <laughs> Say" quite loudly on my very first day of work, and then sent us a video of his daughter, who's in kindergarten, dancing to the it. video, it and it really ended great. with an epic dab, which I don't think dabs oh. were even a thing when that actually happened. So the addition of a dab was, it was spot on. It was beautiful. Really elevates it. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It really, it really does. Mm-hmm. And then my other is um, on Instagram, Dorknink said, uh, voted for you for mm-hmm. both and said, cause, cause hashtag introverts for life. You need yep. to come work where I work. We have a whole quiet room that you can reserve and lock yourself in and avoid all the people. It's the best. And my my comment was, literally, that is my nightmare, because it is true. No, that sounds ideal. I, oh my god, I wish at my corporate job that there was a place where I could be like, I just need 10 minutes in the quiet room. I, like, I literally will go insane. And then she adds, wait till I tell you more about our break room, where we have lots of tables and everyone sits quietly by themselves (gasps) reading over lunch, and no one talks. No. Mm-mm. Where is she? I yeah. I'm I would girl. sit down at your table and be like, "No, I'm going to no. bully you into having lunch with me." <laughs> Let's talk about stuff. What are you reading? What do you think of the weather Tell today? Tell me about your hobbies and interests. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a free day where you could do whatever you wanted, what would you do? <laughs> no, no, I'm going to get sweaty just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my listener comments, Lisa. What about you? What do you yeah. got? Yeah. I have two different listener comments as well. The first one is from Twitter. It's from Pete at Pete underscore PTG, uh, which is Praise the Game. And he gave me the title of giving the quote of the century when I said in our episode last week, I like having friends, not making them, which I think, again, really highlights what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Right. Um, quote of the century. Do you That's know what, what century we live That's in? Pete, Pete, Pete. That's come on, That's come on. I can't think of a it's single better quote at the moment. It's but on, it's on Twitter. Well, there isn't mm. one. I got it already. And then the <laughs> Instagram. So all you poets, writers, philosophers, you can quit because Lisa has said for next century. I like having so. friends, not making them, and therefore, well, it's all it's all over. <laughs> crushed it (laughs) jen at two moms read books on instagram with the most relatable lisa content when you and her were having kind of a back and forth about going to lunch with coworkers in the comments and she said no susan i don't want to go to panera because i've secretly ordered jimmy john's delivery so i can eat lunch at my desk while i organize my pens i can promise you i have had that thought in my head in real life 
at least 20 times in my life. Yeah, easy. Mm. Yeah. I've secretly ordered lunch, so I don't have to interact with people. Yep. And I would 100%. put the Jimmy John's in the fridge and go to Panera with Susan. No. Yep. Sorry, Susan. I'll get you next time, maybe, but probably not. Let's go to lunch, Susan. Hey, Susan, you know who wants to go to lunch? Lindsay. <laughs> go. Bye. <laughs> Leave me with my paper mate flares and my <laughs> Jimmy John's. <laughs> so cool. All right. So that is our recap of the new jobs episode. Now... On to the show. All right, Lindsay, this week we are deliberating the garbage and gold of TGIF shows. Yes. And so this is a little bit of a throwback again to some nostalgia because we like to do that. Do you think that maybe we don't have enough? Do you think that maybe our lives, like we just live in the past? Yes. I'm just having an existential crisis in the middle of podcast recording. I think that, yeah, I'm super in 90s, 2000s things, yeah. Mm. I could list more things that were on TV and the radio in the 90s, 2000s than I could easily between 2010 and 2018. 100%. I don't know what that says about me or what that says about my, (laughs) I don't know if it's an existential crisis for me, but yeah, I think it's true. I am. I'm I'm like staring off into space thinking about my whole life. Well, while you do that, Lindsay, let me go ahead and give some framework for what TGIF shows are. So Mm. the name TGIF comes from the initials of the popular phrase, thank God it's Friday. In its various incarnations, the block mainly featured situational comedies aimed at a family audience and served as a lead in to the long running 2020. So Mm. this was on ABC on Friday nights. It started in 1989 is when they started doing TGIF block programming. Um, Mm -hmm. The block initially premiered on September 22nd, 1989, making one of the first attempts by a major network to brand a programming block. So that was something cable networks were doing, but it was just the very beginning of that. And the goal was to encourage young viewers to watch the entire lineup instead of just like a show. So the TGIF block dominated the ratings in the 18 to 49 year old demographic for most of the 90s, which is where we will be focusing our deliberation today. Truth. The yeah, the final night of that TGIF programming was May 5th, 2000, which featured the hour long series finale of Boy Meets World and what was followed by the ABC series finale of Sabrina the Teenage Witch because it had just been picked up by the WB. Mm. And that was also an hour long. And ABC retired the TGIF brand shortly thereafter. Now, there have been several attempts at reboots by ABC for TGIF, but nothing has really captured the essence of that nostalgia and caring about what was on TV on Friday nights like the OG TGIF did. So some of the popular shows featured in the original TGIF lineup include Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, Step by Step, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Oh my gosh, I love that show. Like, I still love it. Yeah, I still love it a lot. I didn't remember it being a TGIF show. Oh my gosh, I love it. So good. It was near the end of the TGIF. Yeah, they might have killed it because it was was not a super popular show, but I love it. Sorry, continue. (laughs) The Hughleys, and of course, the ever iconic boy meets world which Mm -hmm. Lindsay and i are in total agreement is an amazing show we love it so much neither of us picked it for our gold because it seemed like too much of a ringer and we want this to be a competition not a landslide so we know that boy meets world will probably be the people's favorite 
and we are absolutely here for talking to you about it. You can even be angry we didn't pick it. That's fine. But we figured it would be the people's choice. We're going mm-hmm. a different route. Right. So, but that's gold. We got to start with garbage. Lindsay, what <sighs> is your garbage show that I did not list in the TJF lineup on purpose? My garbage TJF show is the TV show Dinosaurs. You say it with almost as much disdain as Animorphs. <laughs> That's how I feel, folks. That's how I feel. Dinosaurs was a TGIF show from 1991 to 1994. It was created by Jim Henson for Disney. And it followed a family of dinosaurs that were a working class family. And so it was basically like, it was basically a sitcom, yeah. but made with were people were was it people in dinosaur suits i think it was it had to have been it had to have been yeah but like not you know like now those inflatable t-rex suits are like super popular it wasn't that good no right and it wasn't like mascot costumes either it was like super thick rubbery yeah god i wonder that must have been some sort of hybrid of people in a costume and then also there must have been some sort of like, yeah, remote control thing, moving mouths and eyes and whatever. It was not well done. Right. Ooh, it's so spooky. Dinosaurs follows the life of a family of dinosaurs living in a modern world. They have TVs, fridges, etc. And the only humans around are cavemen who are viewed as pets and wild animals. Oh, so the family that. is made up of five people. No, six mm-hmm. people, excuse me. The dad is the incredibly overweight Earl Sinclair. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I'm having such a flashback. And, and Earl is married to Fran. And he tries and fails to support 14-year-old Valley Girl Charlene. Valley Girl, Valley Dinosaur. Also, they have 16-year-old Robbie, who was Uh. like, at one point, his like spike things become a mohawk. Uh, They have widowed cranky Grandma Ethel. Oh, my God. (laughs) And... And the piece de resistance for garbage. Yes. The terrible twos baby. Yes. Character. I only ever remember the baby being in the high chair. If yes. the baby was ever not in the high chair, I don't remember it in yes. the brain. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So Dinosaurs was actually canceled by ABC in 1994 for bad ratings. So there's a few reasons why I think Dinosaurs is garbage. Oh, please do go on. <laughs> please convince us, Lindsay. <laughs> Give us this hard sell. Well, I know this is going to be difficult for y'all. So part of it is the stereotypicalness of characters. So even though they are dinosaurs, they're is still this like mom dinosaur takes care of the kids and the house and is smart and the dad is a buffoon who can't do anything right when taking care of the kids or anything else and of course the teenage daughter is a valley girl idiot and the teenage son is a dumb skateboarder of course they have the wacky grandma and that there is a two-year-old who is a brat and Mm -hmm. we have seen this all before 18 billion times and even in the early 90s it's just tired Secondly, like a lot of TGIF shows, it has catchphrases. It has Mm -hmm. certain phrases that characters say all the time. And the worst is... Yes. Most of them were babies. Yes, yep, yep, yep. And so one of the baby's catchphrases was, I'm the baby, you have to love me. Which, Mm. that's not how love works, people. And baby's other catchphrase is... 
not the mama, which he screams at his father every time mm. the dad tries to help him. Did the baby have a name or was it just the baby? No, it was baby. Mm. Okay. The other reason why this show is garbage is the whole look of it. And all I remember from my childhood yeah. is like, I think the dinosaurs lived in like a cave. I don't know. It was super dark. It like I wasn't remember even a Flintstones-ish in a, vibe yeah. to, their, to their aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't enjoyable. It didn't look cool. And the dinosaurs, all I remember about them is like they're shot from like the waist up. Yes. Which is probably because there's someone in a dinosaur suit. But anyway, like it just didn't look good. It right. didn't sound good. Uh, yeah. I did. Fun fact. Baby's voice was voiced by the guy who did Elmo's voice. Oh. Oh. Kevin Clash, who is no longer doing Elmo's voice because he's been accused of doing some inappropriate things. Come on, Yikes. people. Yikes. Come on, people. Ah. Um, but I do have a conspiracy theory. Are you ready for this? Yes, yes. Let me get my tinfoil hat on. Okay. Go. So Dinosaurs was canceled in 1994 for bad ratings. Yes. Guess what movie was released in 1993? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park killed dinosaurs, and I've never been more grateful to Jurassic Park ever. <laughs> so people saw Jurassic Park and were like, dinosaurs are terrible. And then they like looked at the show and it was like, oh, what have we been thinking? This show is terrible. And it got Or they it saw Jurassic Park and was like, this, this right. is what we want in dinosaurs. This, we want more of this. Yeah. They canceled dinosaurs. Then they make Jurassic Park 2, and people are like, no, that, that's not what we meant. Do right. Go back to the first thing. Jurassic Park 2 was terrible. And that is why, my friends, Dinosaurs is a garbage television show gotcha. taken down by Jurassic Park. Thank you, Jurassic Park. Yes, Thank you, please. Jeff Goldblum. For always. everything, honestly. For everything. Yeah. Everything For you do, everything you plan to do, everything yes. you haven't done, even. You anything. are you are magic, Jeff Goldblum. You are magic. He really is, though. Mm -hmm. All right, Lisa, what is your garbage? Well, as I was doing my uh, research for this week, I realized my garbage and gold have a theme, besides mm. the obvious one that they're both TGIF shows. They are both spinoffs from something else. Mm. This one is a bad spinoff this garbage tgif show is clueless Ooh, clueless i don't even know if i remember this one yeah it wasn't good oh i'll tell you about it <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> clueless is an american teen sitcom based on the 95 film of the same name which was inspired by the Jane Austen book, Emma. The series. Do you love Jane Austen? I love Jane Austen. We will get there. In, In the, the Ven. We'll get there. Yes. The, the series originally premiered on ABC on September 20th, 1996, as part of the TGIF lineup during its first season of mm. Clueless. The show then spent its last two seasons on UPN, which ended in May 1999. So first, I need to be very clear. I am obsessed with the movie Clueless to this day. It absolutely stands the test of time as one of the most iconic teen movies ever. I don't even want to hear anybody say anything otherwise because I'm not here for it. Mm. Also, it is inspired by one of the most brilliant literary women of ever, Jane Austen and mm -hmm. the Venn. Hello, HBIC of my bookish life. <laughs> so this is why it is especially devastating to me that the TV show Clueless was such garbage because... We didn't need it. The movie was perfect. Everything wrapped up just fine. The main character, Cher, hooks up with her hot former stepbrother. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's 
fine. It's not fine. It's, it's Paul Rudd. It's Paul Rudd. It, I mean, you just need to breeze past the uncomfortable he, incest vibes and everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. I don't think you could just breeze past those kinds of vibes. I mean, he is Paul Rudd and he's great. And, and his yeah. character is incredible. Yeah. But I and do they think you go. Step. They're step. Uh, I know, Former but, step. But weird. Okay, so anyway, you breeze past that and all the issues are resolved. <laughs> we don't need a series about Clueless, but yet here we are. TV executives sometimes really suck at their jobs. And they were like, oh, here's this thing that was good. Let's try it again. Can you not? Can you not? <laughs> wow. <sighs> someone someone is anti-television executives. And I love you as long as you don't reboot dinosaurs. <laughs> Clueless is a teen comedy that follows the adventures of Cher Horowitz, a California girl who attends a high school. Cher and her friends navigate the ups and downs of high school life as they face struggles with relationships, schools, and social status. So almost all of the original main cast from the movie was in the show, except for Alicia Silverstone, who absolutely made Clueless yeah. the movie. Yeah, you can't So they're do. starting off, yeah, they're starting off on the wrong foot. Yeah. By not having her in it, no matter what. You can't do the TV show of an no! iconic movie without with everyone else being the same, except Everybody. the lead. Yeah, that's Exactly. Dumb. Exactly. It was only on TGIF for a couple seasons in 96 and 97. It was canceled by ABC, and they had their reruns on for a bit. And the, actually, the ratings for the reruns did pretty well, but it, too much time had passed for them to pick it back up or whatever. UPN was going to pick it up. But then ABC stalled. So then some other kind of stuff kind of happens there where there's like, you know, turf war or whatever with Clueless. And essentially, by the time UPN got it, viewership was down because they hadn't had it on for so long. Whatever. It was trash anyway. No one cares. So (laughs) by the last season, they had about 30 percent of the viewers left who were still watching the show when it started in 1996. Mm. Yeah. So they definitely had the market for a teenage audience because that's what TGIF was designed for. But they already had Boy Meets World. So Mm. like... Clueless isn't going to add anything Boy Meets World doesn't have and is already doing better. Right. So it was a total waste of a time slot because it was a poorly rendered duplicate Mm. of a movie and a show they already had on. Also, it just made me bitter because the movie's so good and the show is garbage. And yeah, I'm obviously still bitter about it. And even though it's been 20 years and I'm not over it. So. Right. And like you can't you can't compete against early Boy Meets World. You can't. And they didn't. That's that's dumb. Like later Boy Meets World, it's yeah. <laughs> early Boy Meets World, that it's it is good. Gold, it's good yes, stuff. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So that is my garbage. Clueless, the TV show. Clueless, the TV show. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Lindsay. Before we get to gold, we need to take a sponsor break. Hmm. Oh my gosh, Lindsay! Simply Sweet Cheesecake is back is a sponsor again this week i don't know what we did to deserve such an amazing sponsor but i am so here for the delicious cheesecake that has such sensational flavors every day like raspberry white chocolate turtle and exciting seasonal favorites like monster cookie that monster cookie dough one is Mm. the bomb though i want some right now i know it's so good Also, Simply Sweet Cheesecake takes custom orders, caters special events, weddings, showers, corporate events, holiday parties, and everything in between. They also offer a sweet fundraising program as a way to give back to the community and the surrounding areas. I've already followed, liked, and shared Simply Sweet Cheesecake's Facebook page for the latest updates on all of that amazing deliciousness. Yes, girl. Our listeners should follow suit and do that, too. 
And if you or any of our listeners visit their shop after hearing our podcast, if you mention Garbage and Gold during your visit, you get 10% off your order. Woohoo, 10%. Yes. So again, that's Simply Sweet Cheesecake on Facebook or their website at simplysweetcheesecake.com and mention Garbage and Gold for 10% off your order. All right, Lindsay, we have another super dope, super on-brand sponsor for us this week. And I want to tell you all about Novelty Yours Candles. Novelty Yours Candles are what dreams are made of because Novelty Yours is a mostly bookish candle company. And there are all sorts of candles from things like generally bookish to things that appeal to readers of all sorts to candles that relate to specific books and book Oh, but do they have any of those wooden wicks that crackle and just have like general good smells for your home? Uh, yeah, she does. I mean, if you want to be boring and not get a bookish candle, that's on you. But Novelty Yours does have your back. I obviously want the bookish related candles. Uh, duh. What are some of your favorites? I am currently using Book Boyfriend, which is soft cologne and clean cotton. And girl, oof, it is good stuff. Okay, that's the one I think. Yeah, the one I think you might be the most interested in is called Currently Reading, which is fragrances of book pages, cotton, and coffee. So basically, like all my favorite things, but in a candle. Yeah, and the sizes range from two ounce samplers to 22 ounce scent obsessions, and they are hand poured in the Chicago suburbs. Okay, so you have sold me. How do I buy some of these all-natural soy wax candles? All you got to do, Lindsay, is go to NovellyYoursCandles.com. That's N-O-V-E-L-L-Y-Y-O-U-R-S Candles.com and find something you like. You can see all of her beautiful candles on all of her socials at Novelly Yours and go find a new scent to love. All right, Lindsay, so we've talked about the garbage, TGIF shows. Let's get to the good stuff. What Mm. is your gold TGIF show? My gold TGIF show is the OG. It's Full House. Full House follows a widowed broadcaster who is raising his three daughters with the assistance of his rock and roll brother-in-law and his madcap best friend. I would like to point out that all of my my uh, descriptions of things are from IMDb. So thanks, IMDb, this week. You're really <laughs> bringing it. Bringing in the research. Yes. So Full House is was amazing. And yes. there, there is a downside to it. There are a few things that I do feel like I need to point out. First of sure. all, Full House was only in the TGIF lineup for like a year. Did you know? Like, yeah, it was it was the beginning of like the big 1989. It was it was mm-hmm. like the big show, but mm-hmm. it moved after a year to like Tuesdays or something, which I yeah. just always assume that Full House is a TGIF show. I did too. And when I think of TGIF, I think of Full House. Absolutely, I do. I do. So it's yeah. weird to me that it wasn't there. I don't know what right. I was thinking. Right, through the whole run, yeah. Another reason why Full House is difficult is... I think this is just TGIF shows in general. I feel like they always start off really good and then they just kind of get like obsessed with like catchphrases or like mm-hmm. characters become really one note and yeah. shallow. And like it's almost like they just can't sustain the writing for that long. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the early seasons of Full House are amazing. Some of the later ones, not so great. And the other problem is, or another one of the problems is a Fuller House. Mm. which is the Netflix reboot. Yeah. It's not great. And so I it did does, not watch it. Yeah. You shouldn't. It tarnishes. 
I'm sorry, Netflix, I love you. Don't turn on me. It, but it doesn't add anything to the world right. that Full House created. So mm. it does kind of tarnish Full House. Yeah. Not great, Aunt Becky, not great. You're a cheater. Yeah. But here is yeah. why Full House really is gold. Part of it was the dynamic between the adults. So most of the time when a show focuses on a family, it's usually a mom and dad. And so, um, you know, the mom character is always doing something. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time I remember watching a TV show without a mom character. That was about families. And so, you know, there is these two guys who move in with this dad and they are not dads and they do not know how to like handle girls mm -hmm. and be like father figures. So like one of the first episodes, it might even be the first one when uncle jesse and joey are left with the michelle for the night for the first time and they go mm -hmm. to change her diaper and they can't figure out how to do it and they end up like wrapping her in paper towels some yeah. of the funniest <laughs> like there's yes. such good chemistry amongst the yeah. cast and like uh -huh. they were just so fun and so interesting mm -hmm. and it yeah and that like male dynamic female dynamic yep. thing so good yep also, Full House dealt with some serious issues, including mm -hmm. things like the grief of growing up without a mom and without yeah. a wife um, mm -hmm. and like starting dating again after losing your wife or dealing with friendship issues or the struggle of fitting in at middle school and having to eat your lunch in the phone booth. DJ, I oh saw God. that. Um, or the time <laughs> where DJ's girl. <laughs> where DJ's boyfriend was drinking at a school dance because he wanted to appear cool. Mm. It was cheesy, but like there was something very real about it and very yeah. normal. And they handled yeah. it in a way that, yeah, it was a little cheesy and a little like sappy at the end. Mm -hmm. But, you know, these three girls were loved by these three men in this house mm -hmm. and they made it yeah. work. Also, Full House really is the standard for TJF shows. It's family-oriented. It's mm -hmm. slightly cheesy. It's part of the initial big push. It is what everyone talks about or thinks about when they think of a TJF show. Also, it made you want to go to San Francisco and see the Painted Ladies. Yes. So yes. much. Yes. Love San Francisco. Yes. You just wanted to run around in that park and hope that you'd like trip over Uncle Jesse. Oh, my gosh. Which brings me Still. to the next reason why Full House Still. is gold. Still. And that is... A man named John Stamos, Oof. who played Uncle Jesse mm. on the TV show. It solidified him as a star. He was already a star. Mm -hmm. He was in a soap opera. Mm -hmm. Don't at me if you watched, I think it was General Hospital. He really became a star. He was so cool. Mm -hmm. He was so funny. And yet, like, played this very vulnerable thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, I still think about the episode where he was getting married to Aunt Becky and so he had to move out and, like, the girls were upset and, like, John Stamos is crying and maybe that's just me, but I didn't grow up with a ton of, like, men who would cry yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, to have emotional vulnerability, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, but really, this became can't-miss TV for me. So I was in the age range of the girls when the TV show was on and mm -hmm. so, like, I remember those things that the girls are learning in the TV show, like, as I learned them too. So, like, I yes. remember the episode where Becky is explaining to DJ that with makeup, less is more. And I was the younger sister sharing a room with my older sister as DJ and Stephanie Tanner. And so, in many ways, it felt like I was growing up with them and they felt That's like a really friendship. Cool. So, yeah. for all you people who think I attack your childhoods, this is my childhood. Please don't attack it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what you felt. You did not mention my favorite character on Full House, but I bet you can probably Is it guess Kimmy Gibbler? It's Kimmy Gibbler! Of course. She's such a weirdo. I love her. All right. So now that we've drooled over John Stamos Oof. and th thought about the awkwardness that is Kimmy Gibbler, mm -hmm. Lisa, what is your gold? 
Well, Lindsay, you know, you know how much I love supernatural stuff. Magic, darkness, all around weird things. (laughs) Magic, darkness. Magic and darkness. Or magic, darkness. Whatever. It's fine. Magic, darkness, murders. It's all 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 Lisa's favorite. me. You bet. So the show I watched and loved the most in the TGIF era was, without a doubt, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Interesting choice. Yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch is an American sitcom. She is from the Archie Comics series, and that show premiered in 1996 in the TGIF lineup. The show stars Melissa Joan Hart as Sabrina, and she's an American teenager who, on her 16th birthday, discovers she has magical powers. She lives with her two 500-year-old aunts, which is Hilda and Zelda played by Catherine Ray and Beth Broderick, respectively, and their magical talking cat, Salem. They lived in a fictional Boston suburb of Westbridge, Massachusetts, through most of the series. So Sabrina is a new, very teenage witch. Her spells often go wrong, or she's doing the right thing for the wrong reasons, whatever. Additionally, those aunts have to take care of Salem, who is the cat. He's a witch, but he's turned into a cat because he tried to take over the world. (laughs) Salem is... (laughs) Salem and Harvey are the greatest characters on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Absolutely, yes. I love Salem and Harvey. Yes! So the show is gold for me because it obviously has supernatural elements and I love those the most but there's some other reasons that make it gold including it has powerful women in leadership throughout the entire thing Sabrina turns to her aunts for advice which is dope but they also help her master her craft of being a witch they know all the things and it's super empowering and there's this unique family dynamic that I hadn't seen before where it was just all women and women Mm. were in charge of all the things and I really liked that it's interesting that both of our golds are non-traditional family. Yeah, that is that is fascinating. Interesting, like interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The show included contemporary pop cultural references with Sabrina often saying she liked Britney Spears and no doubt, uh, same. So still very much in that time of my life. It also mentioned the human history alongside witches, like the Salem witch hunt, and they kind of address that in the show. And as a history nerd, you know I ate that up. As soon as Mm. it was like real witch stuff, I was like, I know that! (laughs) I am familiar with the Salem witch trials. (laughs) I bet you were super fun at parties. Still am, Lindsay. Still am. (laughs) And finally... My last reason for the show being gold, which you've already hinted at, is Salem the cat. Mm -hmm. He is so snarky and sassy and droll and angry, and I relate to all of those things on such a level in my very soul, but... He also cared about Sabrina. So while he sowed his fair share of chaos and he's like a perfect internet meme now too, by the way. So if you search Sabrina, Salem, cat, Google images, whatevs, you'll find a million things he says that are just so wonderful. He did truly love being a part of that family, though he would never, ever admit it. And he tried to take over the world. So that's pretty rad. So (laughs) I will say Salem the cat is by far the best part of this show and Mm. the main reason why it's gold. Ultimately, the show covered a span of seven years over seven seasons. The series' first four were on ABC from 96 to 2000, and the final three were on the WB from 2000 to 2003. And that, dear Lindsay, is my submission. Mm. Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, is the gold TGIF show. It's a good one. I don't think I watched it when it was on TGIF, but I feel like I watched it in reruns. 
Ooh, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved it. it loved, it, loved it. it but I also really liked Clarissa Explains It All. So mm, when so Melissa Joan Hart was coming MJ, back, I was yeah, like, yeah, you're an MJH yeah. fan. Yeah. When she was back, I was like, yes, girl, <laughs> I'm here for you. And then it was like, oh, and you're a witch. Oh, and you have a talking cat. It was like, yep, this is Lisa all over. <laughs> Do you think that it fell into the same kind of TGIF thing of becoming cliched towards the end? I don't think that I watched it after it went to UPN. So okay. I think I only ever watched it on ABC. Mm. So I don't know. I can't say for yeah. sure. I can't say. It's been a... I mean, obviously, I haven't watched it recently, but right. I don't remember there being a time where I fell out of love with it like I did with Boy right. Meets World or like I did with other stuff. Like, I yeah. stayed pretty actively in love with Sabrina the whole time. Because, like, I'm thinking through the list of, like, TGF shows that I remember, and I remember, like, Family Matters goes cliche, and Step by Step goes cliche, and Hanging with Mr. Cooper, and... Mm, that's really that's really unfortunate. All right, Lindsay. So hit us with that recap and tell our listeners how to vote. So you guys can go and vote for either my garbage option of dinosaurs or Lisa's garbage of clueless using the hashtags Lindsay garbage or Lisa garbage and your vote for our gold options. My gold of full house and Lisa's gold of Sabrina, the teenage witch using the hashtags Lindsay gold or Lindsay. Lindsay, Lindsay Gold, Lindsay Gold or, Lindsay, or Gold. Lindsay Gold. That's how you vote. You, you just vote for Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> On our okay, it's least it's Lindsay Gold and Lisa Gold, um, <laughs> obviously. On our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Yeah, please do that because we like to hear from you guys. And we like to hear what you think. We like chatting with you about your choices, and we know you're going to talk to us about Boy Meets World, and we would really love to hear that. So mm-hmm. hit us with that. If you have some Salem the Cat memes you want to throw in there too, I'd be I'd be in for that. So get up in our feeds and tell us your feels. Don't send us things from dinosaurs or Clueless because that will make <laughs> us mad. But yeah, Michelle Tanner, I'm sure has some great gifts out there. We would like oh, you to know see she them. Does. You know she does. Also, thank you for saying gifts because that's the proper way to say it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Because I do think the guy who created him says it's Jif, but he's wrong. He's he, wrong. It's it's a gif. Yeah, yeah it's a gif. a gif. All right. Yeah. We will share the poll results and our favorite listener comments on our next episode. If you haven't done so already, could you please head over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe? We would really appreciate that. And tell your friends about us. I love making new friends. Lisa doesn't. But um, I think really <laughs> it is still... I don't know where I'm going with this. I feel like I want to re-record everything I've said. No. 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 And hey, we have a great way for people to know that you are a friend of the show. You can wear or show your love with our merch. That was terrible. Coming in (laughs) April. That's right. We're going to do an on-demand merchandise order for the month of April, the whole month. So you can put your order for garbage and gold t-shirts, sweatpants, drinkware, and more. All of the information is on our website and we'll share the links on social media too. I am so excited to see you all in some of the merch that we've been enjoying for a while. So for reels, it's super mm-hmm. great and it's super cozy and it's super on brand. So excited about true. it. Yes. All right. So that's enough self-promotion for now. Join us next week when we deliberate the garbage and gold of breakfast cereals. Does anyone <laughs> even eat shredded wheat? Um... I don't know. Do people eat shredded wheat? Right in. Right in. Do you eat shredded wheat? We get it. You're regular. You don't need to tell us about it. (laughs) 
We're so impressed with your colon health. All right. <laughs> like, fine. I don't think that's what people assume when you say you eat shredded wheat. It's what I assume. It's high in fiber. Fiber makes you poop. What oh, you my think? goodness. All right. With that, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.